changes everything. So I'm guessing it was probably the same during his days. Perhaps. Well, Chella. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. You should, should I do it? Let's do it. Okay, great. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Raju Bengay Podcast. After almost an entire calendar year. <laughs> oh, I we we brushed off the old macrophones and said, you know what? Yeah, let's give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, it was like a very like uh, you know one of those I don't know. It's like a Disney movie where somebody goes up to their attic and they dust off. They open up a box and there's a bunch of dust on it. There's just bright amount of sunlight peeking in through the attic holes. <laughs> attic <Yeah>. holes. <laughs> Who built your house? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. So if you're it's your first time tuning in, I'm Noor. And as always, you are. Listening to me, Fahad. <laughs> I was saying you are as in you would say your name. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> let's let's keep it. I want to keep this part. Okay, great. Don't edit that out. Okay. Um, All right. That's Fahad and I'm Noor. And we're watching Sharhan the famous Sharhan's filmography, and we're talking about it. And on today's episode, we are 100% honestly talking about a movie that nearly made us quit. Mm. Or at least take a hiatus of an entire year almost. Yeah, we were... We went through some things after watching this. Mm. I don't even remember watching this movie, though. It had a big impact on me, but I can't remember a thing about it. You know what's great about this movie? Is I also could like semi remember it, and then I went on the Wikipedia, as I know you did, to like read about the plot just to remind myself. But the best part of it is that when you open up Wikipedia on like a laptop, and you go to the plot section, there's like a little disclaimer with like a little broom from the Wikipedia management people. I guess it says this article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. Please help improve it by removing unnecessary details to make it more concise. And I laughed because I was like. I think that little disclaimer is on top of every single Shah Khan movie because every yeah, movie I think is. They, they put that on the script. Whoever was editing the script was like, this plot is a little too long and definitely yeah, detailed. Yeah. You got 17 characters that don't need no, to be in this movie. No. Um, this movie is a movie where Shah Khan is playing a detective, but he's not like a for real detective. He's just like a cheesy fake detective. Who's not good at his job, but by in some way ends up having to be a real detective and at the end saves the day. It's I started watching it and I was like, nope, no thank you. And then by the end, I was like, well, it's not a bad movie. It's like silly and funny. It's like if you like hit up Haiti and that type of stuff, it's like dumb funny. And uh, hit up, hit up Haiti? Hit up Haiti. Okay, I thought you said if you hit up Haiti. <laughs> It's dumb funny. Hit up the island of... What is... (laughs) (laughs) That's the tourism board's new uh, slogan. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yep. But it's like, you know, a rush hour. uh, What was that movie with... Any movie with that little guy, Kevin Hart? (laughs) Any Kevin Hart movie. (laughs) <laughs> any Kevin Hart movie is just like one of those it's good it's silly and it was mm. fine and uh, we're gonna change up the way we 
r- recap these movies and that when they're insignificant movies, we're not going to recap them at all. <laughs> it's fine, guys. Go watch it. It's on YouTube, I guess. Was it fine? No. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I was going to say, we did almost quit, so... <laughs> Uh, I feel like maybe it wasn't the finest of films. But uh, if you can recall, do you have a rating for this movie? Negative five to five? Yeah. Yeah, that's our scale, guys. It's been a year. (laughs) I know you guys have been listening to these episodes on repeat, (laughs) wondering just when we would come back. Um, But negative five to five, zero being average, five being the best, negative five being the worst, negative four being a little better than negative five, four being a little worse than five, three being a little worse than four, but better than two, uh, negative three being a little better than negative four, but a little worse than negative two, and so on and so forth. I think you guys get it. So on that scale, Annie, where do you put Bacha? Uh, negative three. I can three. go over it again. Okay. Okay. Negative, <laughs> negative three. That's a little better than a negative four, but worse than a negative two. That's interesting. Yeah. If you were to go a traditional route of a scale of one to 10, you mm-hmm, could give mm-hmm. that a two. Oh, interesting. No, wait. No, a three. Would, a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, the conversions are a little difficult on. Yeah. Negatives always screw me up. Two negatives yeah, yeah, yeah. makes a positive. Did you remember that? That's, right. <clears throat> That's why this podcast works. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I think I would probably give it a negative three because it wasn't bad enough for me to remember how bad it was, uh, but it also wasn't uh, good enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, that was okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and give that a negative three, eminently forgettable. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What's your hunt up to? These days? Yeah. Uh, I think he's part of Saman Khan's legal defense council. <laughs> Can you tell me what happened with that? I just have seen like a little bit here and there. Yamaha. Man, I don't know who Saman Khan. There's, he's been, he's committed two crimes in his uh, life, it seems like, that they've been litigating since 1988. Like my entire life, uh, Saman Khan has been in and out of court. Um, and then he gets uh, sentenced to jail, and then he does not do a second of time. So I think uh, Wait, that's what's happening. But it's not the same time, right? Like he just actively keeps – he's a habitual line stepper? Oh, yeah. I mean, at least he was like <laughs> 20 years ago. He shot He yeah. shot a endangered uh, deer um, like 20-something years ago. Uh, and – then he was arrested or he was he's charged with it but like the indian legal system apparently has a huge backlog so they finally <laughs> i think they sentenced him to 5 years uh in 2018 yeah but i mean if you had a billion people in your country you'd have a backlog too all right i feel like i would just like have a standard like like i'd give everybody tickets if you haven't gone through <laughs> haven't gone through the system in five years then everybody is forgiven for those past five years and okay. you just have to pay a little fine and you're good to go all right doesn't matter it. if it's first degree murder or um oh. littering is littering illegal in india do you think 100%. probably not okay okay why wouldn't it be because india's dirty no disrespect to india i mean pakistan's also dirty My friend I don't start no definitely, definitely not illegal i went to lahore recently mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. Um, Lahore is an excellent city. 
I just want to throw that out there. If you guys are looking for a vacation spot, go to Lahore. Yep. Book yourself a $1,200 ticket from JFK to Lahore. Mm-hmm. $1,600 from Austin to Lahore. <laughs> the most expensive flight I've ever taken in my life. Well, I haven't been to Lahore since 1995. Mm-hmm. 1995. What a year. Yeah, but. Bad boys had. <laughs> Go on. Go on. Will Smith coming into his prime. Uh Martin was still on the air. Mm-hmm. Now everything is it's only bad boys related because I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Lou Bega was tearing up the charts. He wasn't. Lou Bega came around like 1989. But we knew Lou Bega was coming. No. You could just feel it. <laughs> Something's in the air. It's Lou Bega. I, I imagine a zoot suit and a bad fedora or whatever. <laughs> like, friends. Yeah, friends was a thing. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, okay, I went online on the internet, www.internet.com, and then I looked up oh. Salman Khan's Wikipedia page, and there's a whole oh, section of controversies, controversies, and okay, let's oh, here we go. Thing. Okay, <laughs> hit and run case of 2002. Then there's a relationship oh, with Sha- uh, Ashwari Rai, which may or may not have included some abuse. Then there's oh, no. black buck hunting, which I guess is what we're we're dealing with now, yeah, right? That's the deal. Oh my god, this is from 1998. Ah, it was Jesus 20 years ago. Christ. Okay, from that piece of shit movie Hamzat Zatan. Ah, see now that movie ruined so many. Oh lives. my god. Okay, so the case involved the alleged killing of a deer when Khan and his co-stars were filming the movie Hamzat Zatan in the forest of Jodhpur in 1998. Ah, oh, excellent hunting in that forest. And then he didn't even go to jail for that until nineteen until two thousand seven. He went to jail in two thousand seven. Apparently. Oh. oh, he okay. He is a habitual line stepper. <laughs> and then he was sentenced to one year in prison for hunting in Chinkara. Oh, for hunting Chinkara. I don't know what that is. It's an endangered species. Someone. Maybe it's that uh, buck again. Maybe it's the same thing. I don't think it is. What if it's like is a it? Oh, maybe it is. <laughs> and then he also, he got a five-year jail term. Okay, there are too many, you know what it is? There's too many courts and too many, there's, the jurisdiction is just off off the charts here. Mm-hmm. There's like the little towns and then there's like the, municip- there's a lot, there's too much going there's on. There's a lot of FIRs he- being. Uh, Fairs. <laughs> a lot of FIRs being, I don't know. What does FIR stand for? For instance, really. <laughs> With the question mark at the end. For instance, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Ugh. Mm, uh, yeah, this guy's just out of control. Oh, Salman. Salman. I mean, you know, look. Hey. Huh. Hey. Yep. I don't know. Okay. You know, sometimes. Does Shah Khan have a controversy part of his, book, of his Wikipedia? No, uh, that. No, he doesn't. Squeaky he's got, contra- he's got controversy? No. Nope, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that guy is too clean. I bet you he's got. No, I can't. I can't. Stop. Okay, so I follow him regularly now on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's funny that I do that now that I wasn't recording a podcast about him for a year. 
Yeah. But he is get I think he's getting some work done on his face. He looks crazy. Okay? He's super skinny and there is like I don't know if he's got fillers or what, but he looks completely fucking nuts. It doesn't it's not well, normal. And he keeps taking selfies yeah. on his way to dropping off his children to school. Oh, that's nice. And it's nice. He's got the little baby, the little, little one that was born through like a surrogate. And nice. the little, it's cute because that baby looks exactly like him. Well, his other kids do too, but that one looks especially like him. He just doesn't look great though. He looks kind of crazy. I mean, look, this is a man that's holding on to his youth with as much uh, energy as one can. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, you know, I don't know. It's part of, you know, he's not, he's not a normal human being. He's not a normal human being. You're absolutely right. So you can't judge him by normal human being standards. No, not at all. Does he have any movies coming up? Oh, excellent, excellent question. I'm on it, Baus. Filmography. God, he has. Oh, you know. <laughs> Every time you pull it up, you let out a deep sigh. It's just he, this man. Andy. Prolific. Take a break, bro, buddy. You know. Actually, he's done. He's I think last one he came out with Rays, and everybody was like, it was a trash fire, and then he hasn't made another one. No, no, he made. Uh, he made. Um, oh God, that Jim uh, Harry Jim met Harry, Yeah, which apparently was universally panned. Oh, was it? Yeah, people. Hated I think that maybe shit. in a previous episode we may have talked about how I said I was going to go and watch it in, with enthusiasm. Can I? Uh, okay, he, so he don't don't look this up, but he's making a movie called Zero. It's coming out in 2018. Mm. Can you guess what it's about? Ooh, okay. Cricket. Mm, that would have been a better movie, but no. This is a movie. Oh, God, I'm so scared. The plot follows Khan as a man with of short stature who falls in love with a superstar played by Katrina Kef. Anushka Sharma plays the character of a girl with intellectual disability. What? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. It's like a word jumble. <laughs> it's like you get that in like a in like a grammar test in like the third grade. And they're like, make this sentence yeah. make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, start over. Oh my goodness. Uh this is the last appearance oh, of Street Davy. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, that happened while we were on hiatus. She died and I was miserable mm-hmm. about it. I was so upset. And I was like confused yeah. about how upset I was, yeah. but I was legitimately so upset about her dying. She looked great. Yeah. Okay. She really did. She, w- she was amazing. Great. She was a she great actress. She had such good comedic timing. She's very funny and oh, she's yeah. very good. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, okay, I just looked this movie up. He plays a three foot four, three, four foot, huh? Somebody messed that up. A three foot four physically <laughs> challenged man. Okay. Uh, this is getting no. Mm-mm. No, thank you. No. Mm-mm. Hey, what was that movie? What? what? Was the movie? <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, that movie is going to be phenomenal <laughs> to watch for this podcast. Uh, uh, there's that. That's the silver lining here. 
Do you okay. know? You know what? Maybe we should save our zero uh, commentary <laughs> Feelings. for yeah. the zero because I'm now super excited to watch this movie. It's oh, gonna God. be so so bad that I cannot wait. Why do people love this guy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what were you gonna say before though? You were saying what was that movie? Oh, it was an American movie called Tiptoes. Uh, <laughs> never heard of that. It's uh, it's came out in two thousand three. It's like a famously bad movie because it's about uh Matthew McConaughey who has a family full or who comes from a family of um uh little people yes, dwarfs yes, I believe is the yeah. yeah and uh and he falls in love with Kate Beckinsale and he's ashamed of his family. That and so Gary Oldman exactly like a like an Indian movie. That sounds Gary like, Oldman like a plays, super hit super duper hit Indian movie. Gary Oldman plays uh Matthew McConaughey's twin brother and Gary Oldman is a dwarf in this film. They couldn't find Peter Dinklage? Peter Dinklage is in the movie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Oh man. How when when did this movie come out? Uh 2003. Oh, Jesus Christ. Shadow no. Run just watched it and was like, hey, guys, I got an idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. He's just he's t- taking it. From I hate her. you know what's also going to be amazing about this movie is that he's going to try to he's going to make like these statements about like, oh, you know, we should accept everybody. Mm. For, but it's just like, Shadow, why? Why are you in this movie? You got dwarfs in Bollywood. Why don't you just give somebody that role? Yeah, I don't like, think Bollywood is so like in terms of finding inclusive people or like making a movie about a certain group of people and then finding that people to those people to cast. Like essentially what bo- what Hollywood is now working towards. I don't even think that's on this spectrum in Bollywood right now. Like no one's thinking about that. Yeah. When you still have like Shah Khan who's 55 or whatever pretending to be a 17-year-old, I don't think they're actually going to ever, like, cast people based on what the the role that they're actually playing. Um, I mean, it makes the movie better. Sure. We should go to Bollywood. No. No? I'm not interested. No, it seems like a bad place. No, I'm saying to make movies. Oh, nope. Seems like a bad place. (laughs) Um, okay, so next episode we are going to talk about Pippi the Hindustani, which I really like. I don't remember. <laughs> it's about it's about fake news. Oh, hey, look! It's about it's fake so news in two thousand. Imagine very prescient. Okay, somebody in India had like a they did like a, they had a premonition and they made this movie sixteen mm. years in advance. Okay, so hey, we'll talk you know about it then. That this stretch <laughs> of movies that uh, we're in, mm-hmm. according to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. is called uh, Career Challenges. Ooh, that's <laughs> funny because I would actually call the entire last 10 years that we covered also Career Challenges. So actually, 2003. How is that possible? Because you got Gabi you got Dave Das, you got Satya, you got Kahona. No, no, no. So it goes. 1999 to 2003 are his career challenges. But Dave Das is in there. Dave Das isn't in there, is it? In 2002? 2002. Yeah, you're right. It is in there. That is weird. But there are some real 
trash fires here. You got humtumare hasanam, which is so bad. I cannot wait to talk about it. It has manduri in it. You got one tuka four, which is your sister's favorite movie. I will remind you of that every time. <laughs> you got Mohabbatain, which was nobody's favorite. very good at the time it came out. <laughs> I think Rahil's that was in my favorite. That was in my favorite for like ten I feel years. Like or anything. Loves that movie. Um, yeah, I'm being sarcastic. Okay. My family loved that it. That movie was uh, <laughs> trash. It was so bad. You got Josh, where he plays. Oh, Josh was so good. Brother. What? That's a good one. Yeah. Me and my cousin regularly say Chalo Michael to each other <laughs> because that's the thing that he says. Chalo Michael. Oh, I love uh, that. Yeah. You know what? I'm happy we got the podcast back. <laughs> <laughs> Except for when I have to watch the movie. From now on, we're just going to take year-long breaks between. (laughs) We're going to finish his uh, filmography in 2037 now. (laughs) Well, that would You know, they say that a a key part of having a successful podcast is a regular release schedule. (laughs) (laughs) And I can definitely commit to an annual podcast. (laughs) I can as well. Now, I don't know when inside that year we would release this. But I can definitely watch one Shah Rukh Khan movie per yeah. year and talk about it. I but I like the idea of close to tax season. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that. It can be your annual reminder. Like, oh no, <laughs> if I didn't get my taxes in, then I gotta do it. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so that's I haven't that. got my taxes. Oh, I have. Yeah, I really got to. What happens if you don't pay your taxes? Um, you can become the president of the United States. Hey, Brett, Brett, come at me, bro. Those were all drops. <laughs> Those are pre-recorded, and I just pressed the button <laughs> on my laptop. Button, 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 button. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> um. There's a lot of TV on TV right now. <laughs> what? No, there's a lot of there's new a lot TV of shows TV. on TV. <laughs> there's a lot of new TV shows that um, have lots of brown people in it, and I want to talk about it. Yeah. Can we do that? Let's talk about it. Okay. So, first of all, this is fresh in my mind. So, there's a new show called Champions on NBC, and it has it's a Mindy Kaling show. She, like, produced it. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch her show? Mindy Project? What was it called? Mindy? Oh, Mindy Project. The Mindy Project. I watched a couple of seasons of it, I think. I started to watch it and I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I it's not the best. It's not my taste. But it has like Ike Barinholtz. Yeah, is that his name? He's so funny. Yeah. So I want to try to give it another try at some point. Um, you know, but she produced a show called Champions, and it has the guy from Workaholics, and it's got this like little gay Palestinian kid, and it has a bunch of like just you know that like UCB crowd of people, mm-hmm. and it's actually pretty funny. I liked it. Oh wait, and Adam it's on my Paley? DVD. Oh no, yeah. I'm looking at the Mindy project. No, uh, not Adam not, Paley. Yeah, that's Mindy project. But it's good. And then the last this uh, Thursday's episode had Hassan Minhaj. And he was like acting and he was pretty good. I mean, he more or less played a dick version of himself, which I don't think is probably that hard to pull out. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty good. I liked it. And I was like surprised at his acting. I was like, oh, okay. Like he 
knew where the cameras were, I guess. Like, he didn't, he didn't think it was like a, that's, I mean, that's the challenging part of acting is just knowing where to look. If I acted, I would constantly be staring at the camera. I'd be like, did you get that? <laughs> that was good, right? Um, or I would just, I would just pretend it's like The Office or like one of those shows where I just keep looking You're at the camera looking and looking shrugging camera. my shoulders. Yeah, I'd be like, Jim Halperting. Is- <laughs> you do that in your regular life. You just yeah. stare off into the distance. You're like, oh. <laughs> talking to my husband, I just turn over and I, he's like, "Who are you talking to? There's no cameras there." <laughs> Why don't you look at me? <laughs> <laughs> I lay in bed and I'm like, I have my whole like end of the night monologue. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Who are you talking to?" I learned, yeah, it's just, yeah, that's sound like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but it was good. He was pretty good there. And then there's another show called Alex Inc., which Mm. is on ABC, and it is Zach Braff's new number. Yeah, I heard it wasn't that great. No, it was really bad. But interesting because, so it's about a guy who quits his job um, as a journalist to start a podcast company. A podcast company. I was like, I was like, what is that? (laughs) Yeah, it's, a, it's a network. Oh, Gimlet Media. Yeah, he did a he did a um, a podcast that this show is based on. So I guess we know what the future for Raju Bunga podcast is, guys. Look out for us on the country music television. Could do that. Years. Okay, first of all, definitely BET. Because even in like ten years from now, country music CMT is not going to be having to idiot brown people on their show on their Hmm. network what network is gonna have two idiot brown people on their bh1 Mm, (laughs) yes yes what vice yeah Yeah. um yeah (laughs) (laughs) i haven't i have not watched geotv in easily like three years i think yeah, it's wonderful. Oh, what a treat! The only time I see I kind of the only time I see Geo is when I see Snapchats from your sister of her kid. Yeah, there's a lot of Geo <laughs> going on at my sister's house. Um, I kind of miss it. Like my in-laws, if they want to know what's going on in Boxon, they will sometimes put it on, but they just mute it. They just mute it. They're like, it's too loud. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, it is too loud. There's a lot of. A lot of yelling yeah. on Geo. I feel like all the headlines are like, they're shouting over the music that's playing the headline music. And you're like, why are you shouting? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um, uh, the, the president said something, and uh, so now we're going to talk about it. Arg- yeah, but is there all going to be argument? Please listen to me. Shut your <laughs> mouth. Like, that's what it is. Um, wait, so on Alex Inc., they have the, the what they show is Zach Braff is married to an Indian woman. And so they've got these like, cute little kids. And the woman who plays uh, his wife is one of the uh, demons from The Good Place. No way. Oh, it's, uh, what's her face? Yeah, Vicky. Oh, Vicky. no way. What's her I name? Like her. What's her name? Oh, what, in real life? What's her name? Yeah, let's look it up. I can tell you right now. It is Tia Sarkar. Oh, good for her. She was also in um, the now problematic Master of None. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> While we were yeah. gone. <laughs> Look, man, you know what? Like, 
you know, people, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing to say on this topic. Great. <laughs> All your heroes are lies. All your heroes have groped a woman. Yeah. It really makes you think. Is everybody groping women out here? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Got to get in this grope game. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the takeaway <laughs> for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Man, she I was good. Really in- missing out. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Stop <laughs> it. Okay. <laughs> I made a huge mistake. I just turned to the camera and I said, <laughs> I made a huge mistake. <laughs> I crossed the third wall and I said, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, she was in a, she was in the good place, this woman and also Master Nun, and, um, she was all right in it, but it's like, Alex Inc. is just a cast. There's like, uh, that guy who does like Tito's vodka commercials or Tito's tequila, the guy, what's his name? Michael Imperioli. He's oh, like, yeah, like that from Sopranos and stuff. Yeah. Like, what is he doing in that? He's, you know, selling tequila. It's just weird. Like, it's just a bizarre cast, and it just, I felt, felt like, I couldn't tell if it, it, like, sort of seemed like it wanted to be, like, um, Scrubs. Mm. But then wasn't, because it was still a lot of him, like, you know, narrating stuff, and a lot of silly stuff still happening, those, like, silly cuts from Scrubs. Does he have a, a internal monologue that is voiced over? Like, is he narrating his own show? Yeah, 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 that's what I said. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just said that. Oh, did you? I, I was full disclosure. I'd never listen to what you have to say. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that. And then um yeah, so but then also Good Place has Jamila Jamil on it, who is, I believe, like a half Pakistani and half Indian. She's brown. She's brown as F. Mm. And she's on it. Mm. And then, you know what? It made me feel like really happy because there's a lot of representation going on on our television screens these days. And, yeah. you know, I I was rewatching New Girl on Netflix because it's a good show to watch in the background. Yeah. Um, and it's funnier than you remember. It's very funny. Or it's funnier than I remember. Yeah. Um, and I would, Hannah Simone, like mm-hmm. any, like she, it was so nice. Because she's brown. Mm-hmm. And she likes speaks in Hindi on the show. Yeah. And it's passable Hindi. Yeah. And I appreciated that she was brown and it was, you know, this representation thing, guys. Let me tell you about it. Let's let's talk about it. Okay. Let's I would love to talk about it. So initially when I was – when initially I would like – okay. Let me think through. Okay. You remember when there was Oscar So White going on? Right. Do I ever? <laughs> 2016. Okay. Just two years ago. <laughs> what a time it was. Barack Obama was leaving. Oh. And our. Never mind. <laughs> I think it was like 2015. But it was. Oscar So White. Yeah. Oscar So White was going on. Or like just around that time. And I remember being like, obviously, it's really important because there are a lot of like, it's necessary to have 
equal representation at these award shows for even the the great actors out there that are of color, especially because there were really good. Well, actually, that year, actually, there weren't a lot of good movies with people of color. Was was there? I might be shooting myself in the foot. Anyway, so I remember back then thinking, I don't think I care if a white person is on my TV or a black person. I just care about what the acting is like, right? Mm -hmm. But when I started seeing brown people on TV, I was like, it made me want to like do something fun or like be creative or like do something outside of working for like a tech company, you know? And I do think that there is a really cool feeling that you get when you see all your brown, like you said right now, like Hannah Simone is talking in Hindi and it's like, it's not bad. It's not awful Hindi and it's representation. And it just makes you feel like, well, first of all, it fills you with a, a ton of regret because you're like, maybe I should have been pursuing <laughs> an acting career for the I last I love representation because it makes me feel sad. <laughs> yeah, there's that. But then you're also like, this is so good because I don't ever want my kids to do something like, I don't want my kids to be doctors and lawyers. I want no, my kids I mean, to be doing something fun and exciting. And I want them to know, like, even if they do end up becoming doctors and lawyers because that's what they want to do, I want them to know that the world is their oyster and that they can do something creative and fun and, you know, something that requires a lot of time working as a waitress, not making a lot of money, like acting. <laughs> until you, I just them. like... Uh, the fact that also the representation that is happening is happening in a way that is uh, normal. Like yeah. you uh, characters are now like if there's a brown person on TV, it's not just, oh, this is the brown guy. Yeah. Like Hannah Simone is not the Indian woman no. on New Girl. Yeah. She is Cece. And it's a whole character who happens to be brown. Yeah. And it's the same in Atlanta. Like the it's the same on black it's the same on all these shows where it's like oh they're they're black or they're brown or they're gay or they're whatever but it's not the only character trait that they have yep uh which is they're not token a huge difference yeah from what it was you know who needs that who i feel like is not being represented well is uh latinos latinos yeah latina yeah yeah latinos. because latinx Latinx, uh, because there's no there's no shows really that do a good job of making. Well, there was like the George Lopez show. Yeah, that was on a few years ago. I think Cristela was on. Uh, that was pretty decent. So you know, uh, I like Cristela a lot. Okay. but I mean, but not even like not even being in a uh, a Latino show, quote unquote, right? Like. You don't have to have a show where it's all yeah. these people, but like, why can't we have just like, oh, this is this is a guy in the show who happens to be Mexican. There is some of that sometimes. Like there was that wonderful, awful show, Dexter, oh. and Dexter was set placed in Miami and there was like, yeah. it was like all these like, but they were like so extra. Yeah, 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 I yeah. will say, so I watch, okay, can I talk about Aiden? Yeah, of course. Okay. So- I'm in and out of a hospital a lot, right? And because my son Aiden was diagnosed with a really shitty thing. And so we're just in and out of a hospital a lot nowadays. And so I watch a lot of like Disney and Nick. And so they have all those like TV shows, like the stuff that like makes these people famous, like Ariana Grande and Selena Gomez and stuff, right? 
And actually on Disney, they have a lot of really inclusive TV shows. Like they have a lot of young people that look so different and you have TV shows where there's like a, you know, a Latin family and it's not just about them being Latin, but just like, you know, you have a family where you have a grandmother who is really heavily involved in their life because she's like a abuela, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just like a normal, it's like a really nice, I feel like for Latin, for, for kids, like for Hispanic families, it's probably really nice for like these 12 year olds to watch something that does seem like their life rather than just a bunch of white people that they're just striving to be like, right? because it's just, it's wonderful. I will say, however, there is a show on Nickelodeon where there is an Indian kid. Okay. It's a show called bunked, I think. And it is uh, like a camp, like a, like oh, a, like Hey you know, Dude. Like Hey Dude, but not funny. Okay. Oh, Hey Dude was excellent. So good. Um, salute Your Shorts? So, not like Salute Your Shorts either. Mm. But the show has an Indian kid on it who has a thick Indian accent for no reason. For no reason. His name is Ravi. And you can obviously tell he's like doing a fake Indian accent. And I don't understand why. Oh my god! I was watching it. I was so mad, and I watched it for a long time. <laughs> I watched several episodes back to back. It's really bad show. Uh, when you watch, you know, I don't. Uh, how am I going to say this in a way that won't get me fired? From who's firing you? Uh, the, like from your uh, personal Sharon? job? Oh no. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, when you watch You already a, said we should be groping women, so I don't think that there's much else. That yeah, I think I'll get promoted for those <laughs> statements. I didn't, I didn't say we should be groping women. I said maybe I should give it a shot. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, uh, I also don't feel like, like when I watch shows with, like I've, I've been rewatching Friends and it's excellent. And I, that show is so white. And Seinfeld is one of my favorite shows. And that show is so white. And it's always sunny. And all these shows... They're good shows. I don't feel a certain type of way that, like, I don't feel like, you know, the lack of representation is necessarily hurting those shows. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld, I have some problems with because of, you know, Babu Bot and all that stuff. And also, but, like, it's New York City. Like, how do you not have any the people 90s, of color but, in, in New York City in New York City in the 90s? Although it is absolutely one of my favorite shows. It's so good. Right. Yeah. Um, but. I just feel like having an added just just throw us in there. Just, you know, yeah. like and we don't you don't have to write a black character. You don't have to throw write a brown character. You can just be like, "Okay, you know what? Uh this character this actor did a really good job, so now this actor is black." Or I mean, like this character is black because the actor is black. Like it doesn't well, have like to Sterling be Like Sterling K Brown. You're right. Like this is us. What? Okay, yeah. Do like this, this is, is us? us. I don't watch. Oh that my show. goodness! No, no. Oh, okay. No, it's great. I, I don't like to feel. Oh, it's so good. Sometimes I'm I drive and listen to the This Is Us soundtrack and I sob. <laughs> Wait to the soundtrack. <laughs> what? what? Oh my god, it's so good. But it's you know that's a show where. I think Sterling K. Brown said in like his acceptance speech at like the Emmys or whatever, he said that you didn't just write a you didn't just make a character and then cast a guy who's black and then just brush over the fact that he's black. Like you made you wrote a you wrote about a character that needed to be played by a black man to tell a black man's story. 
And that's really important because in the past they would include a character that was white or that like in, in a fully white cast, you would throw in like in Friends they did it, right? Where they put in Aisha Tyler. She was in during the late seasons of Friends and she played Ross's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And she could have truly been played by any other actress, but they put her in that role because they were getting a lot of like flack for not having a diverse cast. And Right. And so like, but you didn't get a background story. Like you got nothing about the character. You got like, it was just a black woman on TV. But to be fair, like none of their, none of like they would have uh, girlfriends on that. Like Ross, Mona, remember Mona? (laughs) Yeah. She never got a backstory. Well, no, because you didn't get Mona's dad who was played by, what's his face from the show or the movie? Hired gun. What? What's his guy? Bruce Willis. (laughs) No, that wasn't Mona's dad. That was uh, his college girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Jello ticket, but fine. Okay, but like I do, I, d- I. Yeah, but but you do bring up a good point where I think the diversity should start in the writers' yeah. room and like yeah. in production, like having showrunners that are black that are, you know, like these shows are they're good. Like Fresh Prince of Bel Air was you uh, objectively a good show. It's not a Everybody black show. It. Yeah, it's. It's an amazing show. Like you don't have to be your race or your orientation or your whatever is not the only defining factor yeah. for you. I think that's what Hollywood yeah, gets I messed agree. up in representation. It's just like, okay, the only thing you are yeah. is brown. Yeah. I- no. That's why Mindy, uh, like uh the Mindy program or whatever like i mean i think folks take a different approach to it like some are like you know they're gonna take like the aziz and sorry route which is like not nothing about mm-hmm. me is brown well in master of none i think he changed that but like before that he was just like i'm just gonna play yeah whoever right and me being brown is completely irrelevant um i think i'm i like shows that like mm-hmm. have a mix it's, of it. It has to be, it's a nuance. It has to be a nuanced approach to your race. Like I think that's what your issue is right. with blackish sometimes where like sometimes there's like five episodes back to back where all they're talking about is being black and the stuff that black people go through. I can understand your issue with it, but at the same time I think when you end up in a platform um that is that is available to so many people, you almost feel like it's your responsibility to talk about things that are uncomfortable for other people. Like I think that's what Aziz Ansari did in the last. Sure. Ironically, that's what he did. In the but but I also think it, there's value in totally. just being a totally a family, right? Like in in just depicting because like the the people that are watching it, they you know if they don't have a lot of experience or interaction with minorities, they're just like okay, this is that's the only thing that they look at it, right? They're, they're yeah, I mean, some that's family in Wyoming that's watching uh, Blackish and being like, oh, that's that that's that show with just the black folks. Yeah, I mean that's that's what people liked about like the Cosby's and stuff. Yeah. It was like something that they hadn't seen before, like this affluent, successful black family right. on TV. You know, well, look at us having an adult conversation. Yeah, we should never do those again. <laughs> it's awful. I do think that I think obviously it's like all the props should go to uh, the African-American entertainers out there. They're like opening it up for brown people to be more involved in stuff because if they weren't doing it, then we would just be Uncle Tommy over here, like (laughs) completely hiding our brownness and stuff Um, on uh, on The Good Place. What I really like about The Good Place is that you do have 
first of all, the cast is super diverse. Hello. It's like a white girl, a brown girl, a black guy, and an Asian dude. It's such a good show. Yeah. I was watching it again. It's so good. Um, but on it, it's really good because you have these characters and like it's a really mix of like, yes, Tahani is in, like she's Indian or no, she's Pakistani on the show. Yeah. And you have parts of her Pakistani life, but like the more complicated parts of her that you show are the things of that like anybody could relate to, which is like, she, well, except that she's best friends with Beyonce. But like, you know, the parts of, of it that are difficult are like her relationship with her sister or her dad. Right. So I do think that that is it's very good. And it's just nice to see like, it's just nice to see it. It makes me happy. They're the movie um, Blockers that's coming out. The one with John Cena. And the lovely Leslie Mann. Yeah. One of the uh, young teenagers in that movie is an Indian girl named um, something Swaminathan. She's got like a really interesting first name. Let's and an interesting up. last name. <laughs> oh, her name is Geraldine uh, Wiswanathan. Yeah. Geraldine Wiswanathan. And she's like a, you know, she's a teen actress or maybe like a in her early 20s. She's very funny. And she's like making, you know, she's pretty much one of the main characters in a movie that is about the, it's like a coming of age story about teenage girls, which like never exists, but it's going to be, people are going to like it. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> oh, it's good. gotten good reviews already. It is a good? It. I haven't seen it. I got to get that movie pass. You What's that? What? You don't wait. What? You don't know what Movie Pass is? <laughs> My God, uh, Movie Pass is a service that is losing a ton of money oh! because you pay uh, something like ten dollars a month, mm-hmm. and you can watch any. You can watch uh, one movie a day in almost every theater in the country. Oh, like Class Pass? I'm sorry. Like class pass? I don't I don't know what that class one is. Class pass is where you buy a pass to go to a bunch of gym classes. <laughs> You're like, I'm already asleep. Um, it's <laughs> you instead of like paying for membership at certain gyms, what you do is you can go to different gyms and you can do classes at their gyms. So like Equinox has like really good classes or like, you know, Soul Cycle and stuff in the city. Like so instead of paying for their membership, you just pay for class pass and that way you can just go to different classes all over the city trying out different gyms. Oh, well, yeah, it's yeah. like that, but fun. Also, class pass also losing money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't understand how whose idea it was like, you know what we can do is pay for everybody's ticket. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't know profit I'm not sure. Yeah, I think what they thought was that they could just profit off of people not using their tickets, you know? Because I think the idea behind subscription products is like someone's just going to sign up for this and forget that they have it because who really has time to watch movies? And then everybody was like, you've never met Pakistanis before. (laughs) No, it's not even that. It's like um, my friend got it and he was like, dude, uh, when you don't have anything to do, you can just be like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just go to the theater and watch some movie that I have a passing interest in. Like now, for me, it's like, uh, do I really want to spend $12 on this movie? I that, agree. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can need see to that. watch it right now. 
uh, versus everything like like blockers. I probably wouldn't watch that in theaters um, without a movie pass. Oh, interesting. I can't yeah. watch movies now without a dine-in component. Mm, if your chairs are trash, then you know what? Don't talk to yeah, them. Yeah, if you're not reclining, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here <laughs> with your with your static seats. What am I supposed to just sit there? Yeah. Like a savage? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I never get the dining uh part of it. What do you mean? I'm not a big eater when it comes to to movies. Okay, I'm a big eater all the time. So, mm. I don't know what you Oh, mean. you know, I've lost a, a considerable amount of weight by just not eating anymore. Oh, so, that's so sad. Shout you outs to um all of the time. Actually, I just I just like I don't I eat like one meal a day. Mm-hmm. Uh and I can usually just um eat almost whatever i make bad decisions for dinner is what i'm saying well yeah i mean no it's like intermittent fasting yeah like that but with less like um focus and structure and structure nothing in my life i see you guys want to get into that structureless living no (laughs) No. not eating starvation famine Oh, <laughs> um, I haven't. I've just been living, loving life and mm. loving food. So that's been really exciting awesome. for me. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have another podcast. Right. Talk on it. Speak yeah. on it, girl. Should I? Okay. <laughs> I have another podcast called yeah. Cancer Mom because, yeah, because part of our reason for hiatus, I can't even blame it that much. To be honest, this movie podcast <laughs> was very bad. And really, that's like... 87% of the reason why Yo, we stopped so recording. so bad. But- <laughs> <That you're- laughs> were you going to be like, it's so bad that you're, no, get out of here. What were no. you going to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the movie's very bad, but we also stopped recording because, um, unfortunately, my son, Aiden, uh, was diagnosed with... Um, medial blastoma which is a type of brain cancer uh about five six months ago and he is doing well and we're towards the end of our treatment but i started a podcast um it's more like you know it's for parenting it's also for anybody who's you know has a survivor in their family or has um been close to somebody who's been going through treatment but it's a lot more about like as a caregiver the stuff that you go through when your kid is in treatment and just a lot of the stuff i talk about is other things like the show Trading Spaces came back on TV and I spent a considerable amount of time talking about it. Real Housewives of New York are back on TV and I'm going to be talking about that on this week's episode. Um, and on the on the matter of representation, I do have an issue with Bravo and how they have broken up their housewives. Because like Atlanta is the one city that has like all the black mm-hmm. housewives. And then like Potomac has a bunch of black housewives. But there's no... It's like, yeah, it's so whack. You watched it Real with Housewives me, remember? Of the Potomac. Yeah, Wait, yeah, you watched called? it with me with Juan Dixon. Yeah, Juan Juan Dixon's wife yeah. is on it. But I just didn't yeah. know that the Potomac was a. Yeah, it's it's not the Potomac. It's Real Housewives of Potomac, but it's like that's the only one that has like the black mm. wives on it. You know, the black women. But like it, you know, New York City, Real Housewives of New York City has no women of color. 
Not even friend ofs. Not even friend ofs. Can you imagine that shit? Um, you know what? Yeah, I you can. can. <laughs> yeah, you can because you watched Seinfeld for like 15 yeah, years. Yeah, I still watch Seinfeld. So, I also don't have many white friends. Yeah. yeah. All my friends are All white. All my friends are white. <laughs> Push me to the edge. <laughs> Uh, i have a diverse group of friends i think yeah Mm -hmm. there's some guy his family's from lahore uh his girl her family's from karachi this other guy his family's from islamabad uh so we're all over they're all related to you (laughs) my dad (laughs) yeah you know one thing that i could do without for they see people Mm, tell me they see people are really bad with uh with grieving, with like grieving and support. Mm. <laughs> They're really bad at it. Oh man. They yeah, suck. I mean, it's a uh, we are a, a culture that does not um express our emotions well. Yeah, not great at handling emotions yeah. and all they want to do is just overfeed mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. which you know, it's not a bad yeah. thing. Okay? I'm fine with food. But it's a lot of um, it's a lot of tomfoolery. I'll tell you that it's a lot of like formalities and nonsense. Yeah. And like, well, you know, when you're going through a lot of like crap in your life, you're like, I don't want to call somebody that because they sent a tray of biryani to my house. Can I just text them? Yeah, yeah. I never. I I uh, am one of the Pakistanis that does not know how to handle um adversity like that. Like those types of like, how do you? say something to somebody that's going through. Oh, something. you know what the best thing yeah, to do is just not say anything. Not say anything. Yeah, just shut the fuck up is a really good it, Shut the fuck up is something that will get people through a large portion of their adult life. Now, uh <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's actually really good advice. But um uh if you So what about uh when you find out, right? Like uh about so like when I found out about Aiden, I was like, yeah. "All right, you know, send a, a text or whatever." But is it a phone call? What is, what 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 is the protocol here? Okay, okay. Protocol is always text. Mm-hmm. Okay, just be like, "Hey, First, you know, I heard if you need anything." Hey, Facebook message, text, whatever. Hey, I heard something happened. Right. You know, just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. I'm like, "Oh, wonderful, great, thanks, Bob." Close the text. That's it, and then keep on moving. Yep. We got aunties out here, aunties and uncles out here that want to be like sitting down and talking to you right. and like getting on the phone and talking to you. And you're like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I don't have time for any of that at all. Yeah. Like I would have people no. down like because I would tell, you know, hey, you know, this is going on. And then they'd be like, and they would ask me for like updates. And I'd be like, you know, I'm not asking. I'm not going to ask Annie for updates. If there are any yeah. updates, then she'll let us know. Like there's exactly. me knowing every step by step what everything is going on. It is not going to affect the situation at all. So uh, Yeah, and here's the truth about when they see adults especially, aunties and uncles, when they ask you an update, they don't really care about the answer. They like they don't care about the detail. I'm not saying they don't care. I just don't think that they are invested in the details. So like they're asking me how everything's going on. And if I go into the whole thing with you and I t- start talking to you about like his treatment and blah, 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 you're not going to be interested. You're not going to remember. And mm-hmm. then that's actually wasteful of everybody's time. Yeah. So instead you just go, 
I'm going to just share the exact same thing that you shared or I shared with you last time. And hopefully you just stop asking right. because it's just really annoying. And Daisies have this thing of like grandstanding emotions, right? It's like sometimes it becomes like a competition about like who brought the most food and who cried the most in the waiting room. Yeah. And meanwhile, the people that are actively going through it are like, I don't care. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like uh, being an ally versus being whoever's in it, right? Like you, precisely. I can't sit there and make this about me. This isn't about me. Precisely. Yeah, a lot of people out there making it about themselves. Hmm. My episode this week is about it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, excellent work with the podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think it's very very well done. Uh, I don't, uh, even if you're not like, like you were saying, it's for people that are going through all these, it's still a a really good listen. So you guys should Hmm. give it a shot if you have some time in your podcast queue. Yeah, this week I'm going to be using Real Housewives uh, sound clips to describe a range of emotions I might be going through. Yeah, that. uh... (laughs) So it's also funny, is my point. Yeah, yeah, it's not just heavy. It's, it's, no, it's not uh, heavy. And it's very well produced. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah. The producer says, thank you. That's oh, who's me. Who's that? No. <laughs> oh, That's me. When I have my producer hat on, my voice changes. Mm. I don't oh. know why it's that voice. It's an. Oh. Yeah. 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 Producer podcast. It's an executive from a movie from the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like uh, Meryl Streep and the Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Jennifer, please pack up your desk. You've been fired. <laughs> mm, excellent. Frank, you're late again. You smell like teriyaki sauce. <laughs> Frank took a long lunch in that scene, guys. That's what happened. <laughs> I've uh, I've I've seen that movie once in my life. <laughs> You're like, I, I live know. it. <laughs> I live that movie. <laughs> um, no, the scenes are in my head, Fod. Okay. Is that oh, enough oh. for this episode? <laughs> We're back. We're back. Uh, um, you know, I'm not going to make any promises about going forward. Nope. <laughs> this might be the last one. Who knows? Uh, I want to come back for zero for sure. Yeah, and for sure, for sure, um, for sure, by next tax season, for sure, maybe by next tax season, you'll have another. I'll have what? You'll have another episode. Yeah, yeah. By next tax season, fifty percent chance you will have another. Yeah, episode. in the words of my father, "Liquidedo." Liquidedo. Well, I won't actually. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just remember to do your taxes. You don't need us to remind you all the time. God damn, <laughs> we're tired of it. Uh-oh, oh, it's tax season again. Raju Bunya podcast. Like, no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Precisely. So next episode, who knows when that is? We're not making any promises. We're going to talk about Pirvidil uh, Hehendostani. And until yeah. then, as I said earlier, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's an excellent sign off. <laughs> I'm Raju. And I'm Podcast. And as always, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.
Sweatshop boys. Batavi. Riz MC. Hemi, 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 Hemi. Sweatshop boys. Shrink the harem, go from hunter to a farmer ting Art, I bring a slow suicide to Rizzy Kitty isn't rich Get away with Oxford certificates, tryna stretch culture Trapped in his silhouette, fucks too raw, pillow talks too literate Yeah, swap your dollar for my pound of flesh Spilling guts and out of breath, lyrics all about your ex Now I'm on the next white vegan yogi She wanna be Brahmin, so the brown man she bone G Sweatshop boys. Boy. 